This is According to Kalos, episode 133. We're going to make this a Teachable Tuesday. The real question is, is what exactly shall I teach on tonight? Well, I have to be quick. I am going to assist at a candidate forum out in Princeton tonight. For those of you that don't know, that is the next town over. I got tagged in. But tonight... I'm going to take some highlights out of a flyer that I received from FIJA. If you don't know what that means, it means Fully Informed Jury Association. www.fija.org Highlights are your jury rights. What rights do you have as a juror that the judge won't tell you? Well, true or false, when you sit on a jury, you may vote on the verdict according to your conscience. True. It has always been true. Most judges say you must blindly enforce the law as they explain it, and you can only consider the facts. But that is not true. Big negative. How much do you know about judges... And prosecutors undermine the protective role of the jury in the courts of law. Hmm. Well, let's see. Judges and prosecutors don't want the juries to be able to think on their own. They don't want them to use reason and facts not in the case itself. Why? Because they want you to follow directions. So, jurors are the ones that are actually supposed to be the judge. The trial by jury is the idea that they're the ones that judge your guilt or innocence or really whether or not the law is relevant. The judge who has that role is to referee the event to give neutral legal advice to the jurors and to keep the lawyers on track. This should include fully informing them of their rights and responsibilities. And early American trial judges would indeed inform the jurors of their right to judge the law as well as the facts. And they permitted, <laughs> that seems odd, but they allowed, they allowed the attorneys to argue for conscientious acquittals. Kind of like conscientious objection or conscientiously sitting out. So, what changed? Well, judges began to willfully obstruct the jury veto power in earnest during the 1800s in order to coerce reluctant jurors to enforce unjust and unpopular laws such as, hmm, just take a wild guess, what might that have been? Oh, I know. Oh, me, me, pick me, pick me, Mr. Cotter. The Fugitive Slave Act. That's right. And if you were to go look up a little case where the Wisconsin Supreme Court told the feds to go pound sand, they weren't going to enforce this law, that might explain some of that. Today, judges rarely inform jurors of their right to judge the law itself and to vote not guilty even if the law has been broken. When this is necessary to to deliver the just verdict. Judges aid prosecutors by dismissing 
prospective and sworn jurors who express qualms about the law or who know about their right of conscientious acquittal and consider using it. Now, as somebody that's actually been put forth to a jury trial three different times, the first time the young man pled out, took a deal, if you will. The second time, uh, I guess they preemptively removed me. I guess it didn't look good when you're a young man being charged with sexual assault and there is a father who has two teenage daughters uh, who is going to be on your jury that might spell... Hey, how about that? I'm getting a Belk store. <laughs> Man, you got to love answering machines. Who still has those things anyway, right? Oh, that would be right. Me. <laughs> so, now that I've completely lost track. So, yes, the second one, I think, preemptively removed me because I had teenage daughters. And it was two cases I would have been on for sexual assault and Honestly, I would have given the guy a fair trial. I would I would have been really interested to see what the evidence was. And if he was guilty, well, he was guilty. But if he was innocent, or at least they didn't prove their case, I would have said not guilty. Because I'm willing to do that even for a guy that's potentially a slimeball. You have to prove your case. And then there's the case of just bad laws or stupid laws. And if you're on the jury and you get a jury trial and you are sitting there thinking to yourself, well, yeah, that guy clearly violated that law, but that law is really stupid. It's an overreach. It has no business existing. So I'm going to find him not guilty. Curiously enough, that is eventually how prohibition became to be toothless as jurors refused to find people guilty. That's really what they're afraid of. Okay, so back to the flyer here for Fiji.org. Once jurors are seated, judges often misinform them with stern or bullying instructions that imply or directly state that jurors must or will convict if the law is broken. Mm, Wrong answer. Today, jurors still have the right to exercise jury nullification in order to conscientiously acquit. But the judges and prosecutors do their best to keep this right secret. So, when it's your turn to render a just verdict, be aware you may and should vote your conscience. You cannot legally be required to convict. A verdict is not required, and you have the right to deadlock the jury with your vote if you do not agree with the other jurors. Judges are afforded great leniency when they mislead jurors. Don't be fooled by their false instructions that you must convict. Well, I gotta say, uh, (laughs) there are several famous cases in history where the jurors refused to do what they were told. And what I want you to do is I want you to tell this secret. I want you to Make sure people know the last or back page, if you will, basically states prisons are needlessly overflowing with harmless people whose lives are tragically being destroyed just because the jurors aren't fully informed. 
If you're called for jury duty, you may want to keep this information to yourself so you are not dismissed from a jury. Even as latest deliberation, a juror who is considering nullifying may be removed. So we do not recommend discussing this openly with other jurors. Jurors cannot legally be removed for expressing doubt of whether or not the accused has violated the law, so it is good to express your doubts if you have them. Otherwise, spread this information far and wide and help ensure access to fully informed juries for all. Now, I will say, I think some of this is sadly um, hidden from the general public. We as a jury, or we as people in the jury, if you will, more correctly, we have the final power. We must utilize that final power. We must say, if it's a stupid law, not guilty. We don't have to tell them why. We don't have to explain ourselves. We have that final say. You know, there's a saying about there are the boxes, right? The boxes to prevent tyranny. So you have the soap box. You have the ballot box. You have the jury box. And, well, the cartridge box. And let's certainly hope that we never get around to the cartridge box. But our own government, in collusion with big tech, has done their best to render the soapbox largely meaningless. And the ballot box, well, (laughs) no matter what you think about 2020, if it isn't self-evident that we are being manipulated at all levels, from the ballot box. I just can't help you. So that really only leaves the jury box. And honestly, they've done a really good job, a really, really good job of distorting and flat out lying to people that would serve as jurors. And I find it very interesting that they can remove you for that reason, yet it's near impossible to remove a judge. In fact, I just was listening to a news item about, I guess, 300 some cases that were overseen by judges that had a conflict of interest. And just now these people are getting caught and at most they might get a slap on the wrist, but it might invalidate all those cases. It might cause people to give back money or have to take money or, you know, or get people out of prison or put people in. I mean, there's just a whole lot of crazy there. There are two sets of laws. There are the laws for we, right? And the laws for thee. And if you ain't one of the we, you are a thee. And we, the thee, are getting awfully tired of this game. The whole idea for equal justice is real. And I have a lawyer friend of mine that referred to it as a redundant statement. Unnecessary to say equal justice. And if only that were true. And I respect the heck out of the guy. And I know he's right. But my eyes see what we're living in. There's at least two, if not three, tiers of justice. And if you ain't the we, you must be the thee. And if you're the D, well, sorry for you. We're tired of it. 
Now, I don't expect that if somebody commits murder that anybody in their right mind, if the case is proven, would nullify that law. But, you know, somebody that gets pulled over and gets a ticket for not having a seatbelt, that's kind of a stupid law. It's kind of an overreach. Now, I know I've heard all the conservative justifications for it, and I understand them, but it's still a stupid law. The government has no business getting involved in that, but they do. It's a nice revenue-generating source. Now, granted, if you drive around in a car, especially on any of the Texas highways, and you don't have a seatbelt on, you're kind of playing Russian roulette with your life. Just saying. And a lot of modern cars won't even go into gear if the door's not closed or if the seatbelt's not on. It makes these annoying squeaks. And if you don't press, I mean, the cars are too smart for their own good in many ways. But driving back, there are plenty of stupid laws. There are plenty of laws that don't deserve to be enforced. And the simplest way of doing it is because if, if Texas hasn't learned anything, we know that when you have all three branches of the Texas legislature, right? You know, Senate, the House, and the, the executive, not to mention all the Supreme Court and Court of Appeal justices are supposedly right of center, good Republicans. We can't get them to pass the laws we want. Oh, but they'll pass plenty of other laws. They'll find more excuses to take money out of your pocket. But they don't repeal them. They don't consider reforming things. They don't limit the trampling of our liberty one bit. And honestly, I don't think it'd be significantly different. In fact, I think it might be worse, would be probably the better way to look at it, if we had any of those groups that were led by Democrats or leftists or progressives or whatever name you want to call it. But the Republicans have just been a major disappointment. And, you know, it's coming up on primary season. And as I said, we know the ballot box is questionable. But just because something's questionable doesn't mean you don't show up. Because every fight you don't show up to, you lose. And if we're going to just rely on the jury box when we know that the prosecutor tries to weed you out, the judge tries to weed you out, and if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, you're weeding yourself out, leads me to believe that they're just eliminating any possibility of peaceful noncompliance to be able to end some of this tyrannical behavior on the part of our various levels of government. So we need to defend the jury box. And the way we do that is by becoming educated. We need to know what our rights are, what we can do as jury members, regardless of what the guy in the black robe thinks, says, or does, or some lady in a black robe or dress or whatever you would classify that as, thinks, does, or says either because they're just there to make sure everybody plays by the rules. The jury is the actual judge of guilt or innocence. And we need to remember that. We need to be not afraid to vote no. And then really, I'm not even really comfortable with calling a vote. It's more of a judgment. We need to be able to issue a judgment that one, clearly the guy is innocent because he didn't commit 
the alleged crime or two, clearly she's innocent because this is a stupid law and government has no business writing this law. Whether or not she did, it's irrelevant. The law is stupid. Or if you want to consider, I'm not clear whether or not the law was broken, but in the event that it was broken, it's a stupid law. And I'm still not going to say not guilty, or I'm still not going to say that person's guilty of doing anything wrong. These are all valid ways to look at this. What's sad is, is that we're not allowed to exercise our power. What's sad is, is we tolerate judges that dictate to us, we the people, the rules. They don't dictate the rules. They are just supposed to oversee and make sure people play by the same rules. They are just to ensure justice is carried out. They are not kings. They are not an oligarch. They should not be issuing rulings. They issue opinions. And in their opinion, this is either a good result or a bad result. Or we find that there is significant evidence to find this person did something wrong. They do not make rulings. And the fact that our legislature continually defers to an opinion, calls it a ruling, and then makes a law is just ridiculous. I guess that's all the more reason why we need better representation. But that would be another episode. This one is just focusing on the idea that if you are a juror, you need to, one, keep your mouth shut, two, don't say why you're voting or making the judgment not to convict. And three, you need to know what the Constitution says. Because all the laws are supposed to be congruent with the Constitution. And there are so many laws that are in direct violation of the Constitution. And they should have, in effect, zero to say about what we can and cannot do. They should have zero influence over our life. The supreme law of the land is the written constitution. And just because certain parties or certain groups or certain individuals choose to ignore that that is the case does not mean that we have to go along with it. Ladies and gentlemen, don't take my word for it. Go visit Fiji.org. Go do your own research. As... The great Neil Bortz used to say on his show, and I'm going to paraphrase because it's been a few years, just because I say it don't mean you need to believe it. Just because somebody else says it doesn't mean that you need to believe it. You need to do your own research. You need to check on everybody. You need to make a decision on your own. I'm just here to act as your humble guide. Oh, and one last thing probably don't want to waste your time with Wikipedia or Google since they're even more biased than I am. Do your own research. Get educated. Fiji has a wealth of information that will show you the way. Jurors can make the difference. Whether voting in an election makes the difference, well, we'll just wait and see what happens in the next year. But right now, starting tomorrow, Your decision, your judgment can save somebody's life. Or you can find somebody that's guilty, guilty. Or you can find somebody that clearly violated some silly little law that shouldn't even exist, innocent, because the law doesn't belong. Well, folks, that is According to Callus. 
I'm about ready to jet on out to help out. And I will see you on the other side.